following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. All right, everybody, welcome again to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon Aquaka from Spirit of the Lord Church. We're located at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota 55411. Uh, service times uh, changing to 1030 uh, uh, every Sunday. And then we have Bible studies at 630 p.m. on Tuesdays. And um, God is continuing to move. In fact, we're getting ready for you know, the amazing things that he has promised that he's going to do. And we've seen, already seen that unravel. And that's so cool to see how God is just working through the lives of people, bringing people, connecting us uh, with the right people as we move ahead to build his, his church in the midst of not only a pandemic, but also in the midst of increased violence, gang activity, um, shootings. We are steadfast and committed to what God has called us to do, and we are not backing down. In fact, uh, Fridays we do our outreach, and and we we sometimes spend time praying. Sometimes we spend we spend time time just walking through the neighborhood, and just saying hello to people, having conversations, and it's just incredibly amazing. Now, um, enough of that. I. I now have in the studio, I promised, and he's back on the studio uh, here with me is Reverend Mark Jamal from Kodesh Family Church. And um, for those that listened last week, you heard about his testimony. That's, that was a snippet. We'll have our First Lady Angie on, on, on here in the coming weeks so that she would share about the miraculous that they've seen happen in their lives. And so Maximizing the Potential is, uh, is the, the series that we're wrapping up here. I'm glad that uh, Reverend Mark has been able to make it again to join us and to be a blessing. Welcome, Reverend Mark, again. Thank you, Reverend Solomon. Always a joy to be here. Yeah, in fact, the the first <laughs> the first uh, session together was so amazing, and I'm I'm sure that people are just excited about what next. You know what next uh, God has for them in on this show. So uh, again, welcome, and I I want you to to give us. Uh, you know, for those that are wondering, you know, I have a relationship with Christ. I mm. have done all the groundwork and, you know, I have a spiritual covering and all that. But I'm still not sure um, what I'm missing. Right. Uh, can you start to help us, you know, decompress or unravel this practical ways that we can uh, we can maximize our potential. So how how do, would you advise someone who comes to you and says, hey, you know what, Pastor, I I am at a place where I need to maximize my potential. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Pastor Solomon. Again, I um, as I mentioned, well, if somebody do, does have a relationship with Jesus Christ, that's great. That's certainly very important. Uh, but, you know, with the scenario you created, I... I would say that, you know, patience is a virtue, right? It's so important that even though there is the drive, you know, there's a passion, 
and and on all that you need to exercise patience. Let's look at the life of Jesus Christ. I mean, he came with a mandate. He had a purpose, you know, God had Mm -hmm. given an assignment to do. Uh, But yet still, he had to wait until he was 33 before that assignment was fulfilled. I mean, 30 plus years, however ways you want to look at it. So I want to say to that person that you need to still be in prayer. And also, um, I would advise that you trust the process uh, because God wants you to become that thing even quickly than you want to trust him. He does want you to become that. But as you wait, also... Um, you know, do an assessment of whatever thing you believe God has called you to see if it, it's something that you you can, you know, venture in and be good at. It's very important you you are real to yourself. It's like meeting somebody who says, I have a dream, mm-hmm. I have the potential to sing and become this great musician, and you ask them to sing a song, and boy, the voice is terrible. You know, you need to trust the process. Go back, work on your voice. Mm. You know, do some training you know, assist somebody who actually has made it and be humble enough to trust the process, you know, because at the end of the day, Scripture says in Ecclesiastes um, 3 verse 11 says, He had made all things beautiful, beautiful in His time, not your time. So patience is key, but whilst you wait, trust the process and know that every day is bringing you to an ingredient that will make it beautiful. Romans eight twenty eight: all things mm, will work together things. for good. To you, this person that believes that you have a potential that you need to maximize, patience, patience, patience. Trust the process. And he who has begun a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. Faithful is he who has called you, and he will do it, not you will mm, do it. He will Just do it. submit yourself, yield, and let the Lord lead you into that, that place. Yeah, and, and that. So for, for, for someone that thinks, well, I've surrendered to Christ and... Um, you know, I'm praying every day at ten church. It's not enough. You have to put in some work. You definitely right? need to. Yes. Um, and is is there no is there no magic wand or <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, just wake up one day and then start maybe singing well or or preaching well. What? How how does that come in? Because if I have the grace to do something, right? Some most of the times it's easy to to do that thing. So why should I put in effort? Well, let me mention maybe three names, and then I'll tell you why. Kobe Bryant, um, Ronaldo, and soccer, the soccer world, yeah. and maybe Messi, if you will. I mean, what is common amongst these three? Well, I mean, greatest. I mean, at least that you can ever yeah. think of in our present day. I mean, we have other examples. Are uh, the fact that even though they have the potential, mm-hmm. um, they work the hardest amongst their teammates. I mean, you know, Kobe may his rest, I mean, so rest in peace. I mean, we do hear of him being at the gym 5 a.m. before anybody else will come out. Look, ah. it takes a lot of hard work. You know what I mean? It just, <laughs> it just doesn't happen like that. You know, else, else God will not be faithful. You see, he says he will not cast a spell away to swine because you need to position yourself well. You need to put in the work. You need to do mm-hmm. what you have to do. I mean, Ronaldo works very hard yeah, to really yeah. score a goal or even do what he does. On and Look, you need to work hard. You need to work hard. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to burn the midnight, midnight oil. You need to study. If it's a, a voice again, look, you, you got to learn how to sing properly, learn how to do whatever these wild musicians have been doing, you know, and then trust the process. It takes time. For you to make it. But you know something interesting? Even yes. when you are 80 years mm. and you trust the process and you put in the work yeah. and you have until 90 to wow. die, 
God will ensure that in that 10 years left, you become everything if you do the right way that he has yeah. intended you to become. Wow. Well, so there's no room for laziness. In other words... Uh, At all. So, like, the three examples that you mentioned, um, you alluded to the fact that there are many others that we could reference um, to. But uh, all I'm hearing, or there is one common denominator that sounds like excellence. Definitely. Now, how has it been so that excellence is almost, you know, it exists, but it's not as pronounced as um, I believe it's been in the past. You know, current generation, we are more susceptible to microwave, you know, answers or solutions. And so putting in the hard work, uh, while we have to adjust to the time, there, there are some things that we can't escape. So what what is it that can lead us, the church, back to um, demanding excellence and actually attaining excellence? We just have to do it. I mean, that's all I'll say because, I mean, we, we know what excellence looks like. You mm. know, honestly, if you see something that is beautiful and is done well, yeah. you can attest to it. And, and you see, not being afraid to actually learn from others who are doing it well is also a key, right? Because sometimes we as a church feel like um, we, we have to come up with something new. And the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. I, I believe in, you know, um, diversity of gifts. I believe in creativity and all that. But somebody has done what you've, you are trying to do. Yeah. Find that person out. Ask questions, you know, build up on what they've done. And let's just do it. I mean, like you said, you have to be intentional and then call out all the, um, you know, shortcomings that you may have. And then I'll work through them. Like I said, patience, right? If there are three things, one of the things are that maybe you are late all the time as a mm. church, right? Practically, be accountable. Find somebody who is good at holding you accountable, you know, and yield to that aspect, you know, and then work on those things. Perhaps you have a message to preach. The Holy Spirit has descended upon your life and you have only five minutes. Yeah. Guess what? If that timekeeper signals you, it's time to just end it. Trust that and let it go. There'll be another time to continue your sermon. We just need to do it. We need to be practical. We need to be intentional and we need to do it. Yeah, so practicality leads us to actually uh, opening the door to maximizing our potential. Sure. Now, I also... In reading the scriptures, you know that when God was given instructions, let's even we we can start with Noah with the ark. There were specifics, right? right? So, what I'm hearing from you, your your advice and um, nuggets that you're dropping here, is that do everything in the right specification, right? As God has given to you. So if he said three cubit, you, Noah had to make sure that he measured it out right. Not, right. not, and how, how have, how have you dealt with situations where like, you know, some people rely and say, well, the spirit of God is leading me to do this. And so, you know, they don't really, embrace order i know that god disrupts the order when he wants to so how do we balance that in our on our way to maximizing our potential thank you pastor solomon god does disrupt order when he wants to but he seldom does because he respects what he's uh, he's instituted himself you know and i i i i say that um 
you know, when the earth was without form and was void, mm-hmm. what God came to do was to put in order. And in heaven, there is order. You know what I mean? So every now and then you have the Holy Spirit doing whatever he, he, he wants to. We have to allow him to do that as well. But um, until then, um, you need to respect what has been instituted and you need to, because you see, the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. Yes. God will not be mad that you, you promised that you were going to have a two hour service and you stuck to that. I mean, God will not be mad. As I'm sitting here, I can't, you know, you're giving me time to speak. I can't just, you know, railroad myself into the meeting and, I mean, this, this program and just, just keep That's going right. that Holy Spirit has descended upon me. No, everything that has been, you know, um, you, you're asking, wow. or whatever we are discussing is in the parameters and God is not limited by time or anything. Mm. He can speak with one minute. Yes. He doesn't need yes. uh, a lot to, you know, be able to do what he wants to do. Wow. We need to respect order. We need to respect, you know, the system. We need to respect the parameters, as you put it. And you need to realize that God is not mad that you respect us some, something that has been instituted. Uh, I mean, for so that there's order, um, there's progress. That's what excellence looks like. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Isaiah 61. I have Reverend Mark Drummond from Kodesh Family Church with me. And I'm just enjoying this time because he's downloading a lot of good stuff. And I'm hearing that, you know, even as I sit here, God is the God of order. And God wants you to put in the hard work, the hard work. So are you getting up before that everybody else get up, gets up to pray. Jesus practiced yes, a that. a great while before a day. A great while yeah, before day. He went day. to a solitary place that he prayed. Yeah, yeah. And, and from Scripture Union days, we, we practice that right. devotion, quiet time. Oh, my goodness, this is really, really good. And, and what God is speaking through, Reverend Mark, is that we have to return to excellence. The spirit of excellence needs to take over. Um, the the Christ, Christendom nowadays now where where technology has made certain things easy and we embrace that and we That's celebrate right. that but it's not a replacement substitute. for yeah a substitute for 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 putting in the work and dedication oh my goodness now as we go to oh, 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 on on break right now God is a God of time, and I'm, I'm right. glad that you mentioned and you, you expounded on it. Because when God got ready to meet with Moses, he set up a specific and definite time. And place. Yeah. How do we, as a church, or as a people, people of God, get back to where we um, respect time? Well, the Bible says, my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves. You first have to accept in humility that we, we, we've gone off, mm-hmm. right? And so when that happens, then you can allow the Lord to help you. Yes. you know? And then he says, you humble yourselves and pray. Prayer is the action you take you know, yeah. to correct um, you know, life of sin, if you will, as yes. the Bible is saying. So in this way, you, you humble yourself in identifying your, your, your shortfalls, areas of improvement that you may have as a church. And then now look at practical ways to, you know, overcome them. Yeah. Don't just spiritualize things that are very practical. Mm. Like I'm saying, you are indisciplined when it comes to time management. Yeah. Don't say we'll pray to the Holy Spirit will help us <laughs> keep the time. No, it's as simple as having a, an wow. order of service wow. and then having a timekeeper who would hold you accountable and respecting the timekeeper to do what he has been asked to do. That's how you inch closely, uh, closer to 
really getting into excellence and catching all those um, rough all right all right ladies and gentlemen we'll be going on a break this is isaiah 61 we'll be right back stay tuned to m980 Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. Whenever you pray for the glory of God, Jesus is going to show up. Whenever you pray for the things that concern the heart of God, Jesus is going to show up. Dr. Michael Youssef. If you're at work, he'll show up at work. If you're in your car, he's going to show up in your car. Make sure to tune in this week to Leading the Way. Weekday mornings at 8.30 and evenings at 6.30 here on The Mission. Right, all right. Um, this is Isaiah 61. My name is Pastor Solomon. We're wrapping up the series on maximizing your potential, and I have Reverend Mark Jamo here with me from Kodesh Family Church, and we are just having a blast here in the studio. Oh my God! Um, when when you talk about respecting time, putting in hard work, um, you know. The spirit of the prophet being subject to the prophet. Uh, I think a lot of times we take a lot of the scriptures out of context, which is is okay, you know, but not it doesn't have to suit our needs. Um, now, what is it? Because you have been privileged to see um, life as a businessman, life as an employee, Life as you know, uh, a, a, a senior pastor or reverend, uh, you know, at a at a church. Now, what is it that, as believers, you know, if you were to narrow it down to, what excuses, what are common excuses that you hear from people that, you know, that impede our ability to truly embrace the opportunities to maximize our potential. God understands. I mean, he he knows my <laughs> my frailties. He knows, you know, that I I, oh, I cannot okay. do it without him. But you know, um, if you have a child and your child keeps saying that, you know, that you just know how I am, you know, and there's no improvement whatsoever, I, I bet you you will not be happy as a as yeah. a parent. So, um, you know, these types of excuses, God understands. So I'm being led by the Holy Spirit. You know, is the other one as well. You see, and um, I would say it's, um, in the t- mouth of two or three witnesses, uh, every thing is established, you know. So yes. um, th- there are many, you know, and of course, laziness, peer laziness, like you alluded to um, also. Um, it's just a lot of things that, and then sometimes also I would say that just um, sometimes we've done something so long that it's become normal. Mm-hmm. The status quo, right? So yeah. uh, these are some of the excuses I think we as believers do come up with. 
And we've have a, we have scenarios where people come to Christ and they don't do anything. From the day they accepted Christ, they just stay as they are. Don't improve, don't grow, you know, whatsoever. Mediocrity is what it is called, right? Mediocrity is yeah. what it is called. So these are some of the excuses people come up with uh, not to maximize their potentials. Yeah. And it's it's so it's so sad. It's certainly yeah. And as believers, we're called to soul winning, certainly. right? And um, that's I truly believe is one way we truly maximize our potential because mm-hmm. you are raising up, but uh, if you will, seeds that will come after your kind because we are after the kind of Jesus, right? right. So, so we're we're building a legacy. We're 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 blessing generations when we turn um, lives around to Christ by the leading of the Holy Spirit. I know that's that's your passion. Right. That's that's your heart cry. Um, how does someone get to a place where they embrace soul winning as part of their God given mandate on this earth? You would have to see the importance of it. You know, Jesus. One the job description for a Christian. As you know, I believe, you know, sharing the gospel and winning souls for Christ. That's the primary goal of a Christian. We know that in Matthew 28, verse 20, when Jesus was about to leave, 19 and 20, he asked us to go ye therefore into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Yes. So, I mean, you would have to accept the truth that this is what God wants you to do as a Christian. It's not for the pastor. It's not for the deacon. It's not for the elder. It's for the believer because the scriptures say so. I don't see any description of a pastor in that scripture in Matthew 28 as I quoted. Now, doing that, Bible says in Hebrews also that Hebrews 5.14 is, is by reason of use that we exercise our senses. Mm-hmm. If I want to, you know, um, you know, be muscular, I have to go to the gym. Yes. I have to accept that it is true exercises that I'll become max- muscular. I have to pick myself up and go mm. to the gym and yes. lift weights and do strength training to get yeah. that. So the second part is don't sit there and pray so winning. You have to go ye therefore. Go means movement. movement. Get off that couch. Action. Get <laughs> off that church pew and that church seat and go. Go. Go where anybody will listen. Go where any human being is and, and just share that Jesus loves them and give, I mean, and give them the love of Christ. We have to do it. Yeah. We just don't will it. We don't pray it. It's active. Go means go. Wow. Um, Reverend, yeah, just get an opportunity for those that are listening that may, may need prayer or just um, do as God leads. As we wrap up. All right. Um, at this time, maybe you are listening to me. You don't know Jesus as a Lord and personal Savior. I want to use this opportunity to have you say these words after me. And let's commit you to the Lord. Let's give your heart to him. That's how come you start a journey of maximizing your potential. Please say these words after me. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I come into my heart. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Come into my life. I accept I'm a sinner. I accept I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of my sins. Please forgive me of my sins. Please lead me. Please lead me. Into all that you have called me to be. Into all that you have called me to be. From today. From today. I belong to you. I belong to you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Wow. God bless you. Wow. God bless you. God bless wow. you. Wow. 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 What an atmosphere right here in the studio as uh, we, we, we wrap up this series on maximizing the potential uh, with Reverend Mark Jamal from Kodesh family chapel um, on the previous uh, edition 
or you can catch it on podcast by going to am980themission.com and clicking on podcast, searching for Isaiah 61, uh, Maximizing Your Potential, Part 3, where you can listen and get his contact information. Um, he's the is the pastor at Kodesh Family Church. Uh, they're located in Edina, uh, Minnesota. And then he also um, he also runs um, his, his own business as well as um, uh, he works with the state of Minnesota. Uh, and I'm so humbled to have him here and to be a blessing to us. And so if you've been blessed, uh, just reach out and uh, reach out to M980 The Mission, or you can give us... Uh, you know, send us a note at Spirit of the Lord, ten o one at gmail dot com. Spirit of the Lord, ten o one at g- gmail dot com, and we'll be happy to hear what God is doing through you. Now, the other thing is that you can join us at ten thirty a.m. Sundays at ten o one Penn Avenue North for our Sunday services, or Tuesdays at six thirty p.m. for Bible study. Reverend Mark, um, what time does your service start? We start at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Uh, 11 a.m. Okay. All right. So if you want to connect with Reverend Mark, you can reach him at 612-695-8846, and um, you get more information. Again, it's always great coming your way, and I'm glad that you kept that dial on AM 980 The Mission. God bless you, and may you go out and maximize your purpose in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>